This podcast contains adult content. <laughs> and if you like adult content, my ice phone number is 554-823-1000. Did you guys know I had a name? It's Bugget the Lord Keeper, and this is you, me, and D&D! What's up and welcome to You, Me, and D&D, a ridiculous podcast where I play Dungeons and Dragons one-on-one with my friends. For anybody that doesn't know what Dungeons and Dragons is, it's a collaborative storytelling game where one person sets up a situation and the other people tell that person what they want to do in that situation. And sometimes they roll dice to see if it actually works. Today, I'm going to be doing that with my friend Hamilton for the exciting conclusion of Sprig Sprocket's first adventure. So, Hamilton, thank you once again for joining me on this this adventure. Can't wait to wrap this story up. I know, it's so boring if we just get it behind us. <laughs> I can't wait to be done with this can't, story. I can't wait to be finished <laughs> doing this. I, I can't wait to see it come to its climax. It's exciting conclusion. Well, wait no longer because we're getting into it. On the last episode, Sprig and Dad made their way into this mine that is in the center of town and you discovered a dead body uh, that was emaciated by some creatures that you encountered later after you retrieved these strange crystals uh, that uh, no one has ever seen before. Dad quickly punched up a couple of them. You guys gathered some of the samples, you shoved it into your bag, and you talked your way back out of the mine. And as you guys were kind of walking away, you noticed a strange man following you. And that's where we'll pick it back up. He catches you looking at him, and he looks away, and then he looks back at you real quick, and he goes, fuck it. And he starts walking in your direction. And he goes, ho there, you there, little kid, and mister, uh, and he starts addressing your dad. Did you guys just come out of that mine? Uh, who's asking? They call me, and he gives you a nice Cheshire grin. Uh, you see some of his teeth are silver. And he says, you can call me Mad Martin. Wait. Huh? <laughs> Is that my name? Yeah, that's my name. Mad Martin. I did give that guy a name. I was like, All that's right, an opportunity Mad. I could have pulled up, but I didn't have it. <laughs> but some people right, call Mad me Martin. Bob the Deconstructor. <laughs> uh, well, Mad or or Bob, or whoever you are. Um, I'm not sure it's any of your business. Perhaps it's not. But let's say, hypothetically, you did go in that mine, and maybe you found a shiny new crystal. I would just hypothetically pay you 100 pogs for maybe just a little piece of it. Mm. It's awfully tempting, but 
these crystals are going to a friend of mine, somebody who has my trust, and I don't feel I should break that. Ah, you know what? That's smart, kid. That's real smart. Fair enough. Won't bother you. But, um, listen. If you're ever outside of town, look me up. You'll find me, uh, at the Devil on the Ridge. Do I look up Mad Martin or Bob the Deconstructor? I'm, I'm very confused by who you are. Uh, you can call me Bob. Okay, Bob. Uh, so I'll look up Bob. Just look up Bob. And I'll find only one. You'll find one. Just, uh, okay. when you see the devil on the ridge, uh, you'll know you're in the right place. All right, devil on the ridge. Make a note of it, and uh, maybe you'll hear from us, Bob. All right, I look forward to it. And he heads off, down and disappears into the night crowd. What did you think about Bob, Dad? He seemed like a decent bloke to me. Amicable, at least. What do you think he'd want the crystals for? That is a good question. Should we ask Bob? 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 No, 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 no. No? Okay. No, we, we've already been cool and let him walk away. It'd be very uncool to ask now. Ah, very good. Cool is important. When I am overheating, cooling is very important. Oh, Dad. Ha, ha, ha. It I is have... important, though. We, we have to get you back and cool down for a bit, otherwise you will explode. Yes. We shall go cool off. I do not want to explode. Disassemble is no good. Oh, my God, Dad. Can we get ice cream? I think that the store is closed. Ah. Uh, you're talking about cooling down. I thought that would be something a father and son do together. Perhaps. We can do it when they are open. That's a great idea, Dad. Okay. For now, for now let's, let's get these crystals back to cook. I will follow you. Be careful. All right, it is dark. Would you like some light? Oh, yeah. Activate headlamps, Dad. <laughs> Just walking down the street with his little rat mustache and his rat hat. <laughs> His eyes start glowing, and everybody kind of gets out of the way. <laughs> oh, your dad doesn't do that? Does, ah. your, does your dad do that? I genuinely don't know. I bet their dads are not as cool. Yeah, probably not. Your dad is uncool. <laughs> My dad is... some random person on the side of the street. <laughs> My dad could totally light better paths than your dad, I say to some kid. Observe, this is better than your dad. This is better than your dad. Let's go, better dad. And, yes. And he pushes off and skates away on his heels with his <laughs> hands stretched out wide for balance. <laughs> I love that. Uh, so you and dad skate your way back to Cook's. Um, you come in uh, through the back alleys as you normally do, and you see... Cook is standing there with a man that is kind of cloaked in the darkness. There's no lighting in this back alley, and, and uh, you're kind of scrunched between much larger buildings, uh, so the shadow is obscuring the area. But as Dad's eyes come in and light up, you can see that uh, 
that Cook is standing there. He has a gag over his mouth and a tall figure in black cloak with a wide-brimmed hat is standing next to him. He says, Ah, you finally made it. Is this the boy that you sent on the errand? And Cook goes, And he kind of looks at you, and Cook goes, And he says, That won't be necessary. And uh, somebody from behind him takes a bag and puts it over his head, and he says, Take him in for questioning. And Cook gets dragged into the darkness of the alley. You hear the man say, I'll deal with this one. So, you're looking up at this man. He stands probably about six foot seven and makes him look even taller because his wide brim hat comes up to a nice sharp point. It's got a nice buckle on it. He's got a very thin mustache that comes off of his uh, face and a very sharp uh, flavor saver going down his chin. <laughs> Correct. Uh, Underneath his robes, you see the glint of chainmail, and he is holding a. Uh, what is he holding? Oh, he's holding something. Something real. This, this looks like a guy that holds. Real dangerous. Uh, <laughs> he's holding a, a a cane with a similar crystal uh, to the ones that you guys had in the cave that you collected and as you get closer the crystal on his cane begins to glow and he says ah we're gonna have to take you in son now the question is are you gonna come quietly or am i going to have to make you can i ask Who are you guys? Ah. Always questions. Very well. I'll indulge you. I am Mage Finder General Clarence. Clarence Clarence. Alusia. I think I said that right. (laughs) That's... You tell me. I mean, it's your name. I think, yeah, that's, that's, let me check my name tag. Yeah, Alu, Alu, Yesia. <laughs> okay. The I is silent. Uh, Alusia. And well, Clarence. I am tasked uh, with searching out special individuals. And bringing them home. And who is the special individual you're looking to bring home today? And he kind of takes his his cane and kind of holds it out and as it gets closer to you, it gets brighter and brighter and he says, it appears you. Hmm. Well, I don't really feel like going with strange men with pointy caps. So I guess all I have to say is, Dad, activate smokescreen, quick! Did 
Did we install that? I don't have it, but ah! And he jumps into action. Ah. <laughs> I do not have smokescreen, but I can make a lot of dust. Let me punch okay. the ground for five minutes. Oh, I hope you guys aren't allergic to dust. Get it, Dad. <laughs> uh, so let's roll initiative. Uh, as this guy, as as you all spring into action. Let's see. Here we are. Um, so, what you're looking at here on the map, uh, or, well, what you will see on the map here is, uh, you are in the back alley, and to either side of you are mini ramps set up against larger buildings, uh, as Cook's Crew's made a small little, uh, little mini vert ramp in the back here, uh, this is a handrail that runs across there, and behind you is a door that opens up into Cook's Curios. There are also two alleys on either side of Cook's Curios uh, that exit out into the street. Uh, and how many are there? Any men with uh, Clarence? There, there. You saw two other men, uh, but they disappeared uh, into the alley with Cook. Okay. Clarence is the only one that you can see standing before you. Um, so, you see these da dashed lines here on either side uh, where the uh, mini ramps are? Yes. Uh, so that is the bottom of the ramp. Whenever you okay. go up onto one of those ramps, uh, it will give you a plus 10 to your movement when you do a trick. Anytime... Okay, awesome. Anytime you're grinding, when, when you do a trick to grind, uh, you move at uh, double speed on a rail. Okay. And, of course, if you land successfully land a trick, you will stoke the next person in the initiative, giving them uh, advantage on attack rolls or skill check or, or ability checks and uh, or the choice to impose disadvantage on opportunity attacks. Okay, awesome. Dad, I think it's time to show them what Healy's can do. Yes, I still have not quite understood what that is, so please inform us. Uh, what, yeah, what did you get for your I'm sorry. Oh, 18, gotcha. Nice. 18, yeah. Dope. Alright, so, uh, well, Sprig... You're up first, buddy. You got the initiative. Dad's hot on your tail. What are you guys okay. doing? Probably going to kill this guy before he even gets a chance to move, so let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Sprig is going to... Um, Sprig is going to move to the right and do a trick off that ramp. He's going to skate up with his heelys and grab his left foot in the air and come back down in the direction of the guy with the tall hat. All right. <laughs> give me an attack, or give me a trick, since it is a bonus action, and then give me an attack roll after your trick, provided you don't bail. Okay. What is the modifier I should use for a trick? Uh, 
So the modifier for a trick is your proficiency plus your, I think, intelligence modifier, which is whichever oh, your highest modifier is. Okay. Oh, jeez, I rolled a natural one. Oh, yeah. Uh, even with a plus two proficiency bonus, it's uh, going to be six. A six. So those Heelys slip out from underneath you. Uh, you slip and fall, and you hit your back on the coping of the uh, of the mini ramp over here. Uh, you are prone, so it will use the rest of your movement to stand back up. Uh, still working on these healies, Dad. You It'll are be cool, though, eventually. That trick was pretty painful looking. Is yeah. it supposed to look like that? No, but maybe. <laughs> these are new still. Ah. Uh, so Sprig is going to use the rest of his turn to stand up. Okay. That's what we do when we fall down, Sprig. We get back up. You got it, Dad. Uh, so you do still have your action. Uh, okay, so for my action, uh, Sprig uh, is going to use uh, Fairy Fire on uh, the man with the tall hat on Clarence. All right. Since the, his trick did not pan out to give his dad advantage. Actually, have here. That's what I'll use for fairy fire. Even though it's usually for like this person's on fire. But okay, so he has fairy fire, which gives dad advantage. So you still do set dad up for success here, uh, which uh, is good because dad goes next. What would you like dad to do? So dad is going to try to go more direct route than Sprig and just go directly toward. The man in the hat and he's going to uh hit him with a multi-tack two power fists right to the gut two power fists to the gut dad's first power fist winds up it's just a regular attack since you were not there oh natural one his uh, oh, dad. fist malfunctions oh uh, sorry uh let me put that back he screws his fist back on uh, trying again. Uh, this time he rolls a two, so it's... Uh, oh my god. <laughs> as he puts his fist back on, he gives the, uh, the mage finder ample time to dodge out of the way as his fist finds nothing but air. I'm sorry, son, I have failed you. It's okay, dad. Oh wait, We're fairy good. fire gives him advantage, oh, right? advantage, yes. All right, so on the first one, that would have been a hit. No. Nice. No. Yes. Sorry. Yes. yes. <laughs> and on the second one, that also is a hit. So, excellent. Two, both of his fists. I, just kidding, son. I am not a failure. <laughs> uh, and he ah, does a, a total of nine damage. I am learning humor. We'll work on it. It was a little scary, but it's fun. <laughs> so, this guy goes, ah, good. I was looking for an exercise tonight anyway. Very well. And he spreads out his, uh, his, his cape 
and he looks to uh, your dad and he says, you would look much better if you would just grovel. And he uh, casts command to grovel. Uh, so dad needs to make a DC 11. Uh, what is that? A concept? Wisdom save. Okay. And dad's wisdom is just flat d20 roll. Dad got an 18. An 18. Dad says, does not compute, do not understand. Nicole goes, what the... F-? Or the, the, the mage finder goes, what the... What did that Yeah, work? we don't grovel. Are you not a human? What is this creature? Never matter. That's, we'll take you apart and find no out human. ourselves. That's no human. That's my dad. <laughs> uh, and you see him wave his wand above the, above the air for a moment, and a uh, a spectral uh, hat floats next to your dad. We'll just use a nice letter for it. Uh, I've got some things in here. Where, where Where's that? i got some tokens, some RPG letter tokens. We'll just say A. A. That's his hat. It's a big letter A. <laughs> uh, begins floating uh, right next to your dad. And uh, let's see. It makes an attack. D20, roll. But it, uh, your dad, or the, or dad, I, I don't know, just dad, D-A-D, finds <laughs> the spectral weapon or hat floating in the air. It sees it just in the nick of time as it comes swiping and spinning around at him to uh, cut into his metal-like flesh. And uh, he dodges out of the way. You see the nice mage finder go, curses, I'll get you both yet. Uh, so it is back up. Top of the round, Sprig, you just got back up, back on your feet. You see Dad is now surrounded by this spectral hat that's spinning, and uh, the the mage finder is currently fighting him. I couldn't think of a better... <laughs> better verb? Is it a verb? Verb, that's what you do. Uh, well, Sprig is going to try to redeem himself, and he's going to skate forward and hop onto the grind rail just behind Clarence, and he's going to grind across to the other side. All right. So it is half move or it is double movement when you're on the grind, but I need a trick uh, roll to see if that uh, see if you land your trick. Okay. On your soap shoes. Soap shoe heelys. Yeah. 14 plus 2, yeah. Very good. Uh, All right. so you, your dad, you see his, you see his uh, synthetic eyes light up as he gets stoked from your skating. Uh, and you're able to make an attack roll. Uh, let's see. All right, so now he's on the other side of Clarence. So he's going to... Well, did you want to hit him as you were sliding by? I didn't know if you were wanting to... Oh, yes. Yeah, as, as I was sliding by, passing him. He gotcha. wants to take out um, his dagger 
and knife him right in his rib. All right. Give me an attack roll. Uh, at advantage, since he is flanked as you do that. Sweet. Uh, first was a 14. That's going to hit him. Uh, second was a 19, so I guess both hit. Yep. Uh, give me the uh, the damage on that dagger there. Uh, damage is five. Five dagger damage to the ribs. He screams out in pain as you start sliding past, and he turns behind you, uh, and you're continuing the the grind all the way to the end of the rail, so he will take an attack of opportunity on you with his dagger. But it is a natural one. Uh, You actually end up with his dagger in your hand. (laughs) Nice. Uh, So, uh, you are now at the other side of the rail. You did five... So you, you still have five feet of movement once you get to the end of that one. Uh, I think Sprig will just stay put next okay. to the rail, but not Next on to the it, rail, obviously. but not on. Hopped off. You landed it. Your dad goes, that was cool. See, Dad, Healy's can be great. I now see this. I will tell the world. Listen, Mr. Magefinder, Healy's are the greatest. You will now get punched. Uh, so he's going to do whatever you want him to do. What What is Dad doing on his turn? Um, let's see. If he tries to move away, he's going to get attacked with... Uh, attack, he right? already used his reaction on you, so he could move. Uh, oh, okay. Um, yeah, so he's going to try and get some space between this man and his hat. Gotcha. Um, so he's going to back up closer, let's say uh, directly across from Sprig. Okay. Um, and he's going to fire his uh, crossbow cannon. Gotcha. And he is stoked, so he will be doing that at advantage. All right. 19, not a natural 19, but a 19 to hit. Does a d10, seven piercing damage to the mage finder as you see a crossbow go and stick into his side, pinning part of his, uh, his cape to his outfit ah i just got this washed um and uh dad goes yes i did good <laughs> uh he did great dad he will do a little woo and try to uh do a trick for you watch this <laughs> as his bonus action uh <laughs> and <laughs> let's see that's a D20 plus four. It's going to be a 15. He lands a trick. It looks pretty neat. Uh, Even though he can't bend his legs, uh, he's able to uh, spin him around kind of like a helicopter uh, really quick. (laughs) Does a 360 with the lower half of his body and lands. Wow, pretty neat, Dad. Uh, you You are stoked. From that pretty neat uh, little maneuver he did. So uh, awesome. now the mage finder is going to look to you and he goes, Well, I guess I'll just have to knock you out and take you by force. So he uh, rushes over to you. Uh, he, he has uh, a 
dark wood skateboard that he drops in and kind of pushes over. Uh, he kind of does a quick little as he does and swings around and lays a hand on your shoulder and casts Inflict Wounds. So that's a spell attack. Ooh, another natural one, and that's a four. So you see his hand coming, and you see this necrotic energy start to emanate from his fingertips. But you move and uh, kind of take your shoulder out of his hand just as he casts the spell, uh, essentially dodging this magical mm. necrotic energy. Blast! Yeah. And you see his... Uh, his spiritual weapon, his floating spectral hat, spins over to Dad and is going to make another attack at him. But Dad sees it coming, and he blocks it all the way. Not today, motherfucker. Yeah, eat that butthead. <laughs> uh, Sprig, it's back to the top of the round. You now have this mage finder just breathing down your neck, and a spectral... Uh, energy hat is attacking your dad. Uh, Sprig is going to continue to focus on this man and ignore the hat, assuming that the hat is uh, being operated by this guy being conscious. Um, so Sprig is going to uh, hit him with a thunder wave. Thunder wave! And is that He's... a wisdom save? Uh, that is a con save. It has to be a 13. Uh, he got an 11, so he fails. Sweet. So he's going to take the full brunt of this hit and also be pushed 10 feet away from me. Nice. Uh, so let's see what I did for damage here. Ooh, not great. Four damage. Four thunder damage. And he's knocked back 10 feet. Yeah. He hits the wall here. <laughs> You're putting up a bit more of a fight than I anticipated. Uh, so, uh, do you have any bonus actions or movements you would like to do? Uh, let's see. No, I think that's going to be my turn. Uh, Dad is going to go, and Dad will uh, do what you want. <laughs> uh, Dad's going to turn around and hit that ramp one more time. He got a little taste of showing off. All right. He's going to do it a bit more. Another trick uh, from Dad here. He's going to go up the ramp and try and do a 360 with his little Plus roller four. skates. Oh, he gets a 21. So he does a nice oh, little yeah. 360 and lands back down. And then he pops off a, a, a crossbow cannon again at him. Crossbow cannon at the mage finder. Gotcha. Shoots out crossbow cannon. That's going to be a dirty 20 to hit. And it deals a three piercing damage to this mage finder. Uh, now having two crossbow bolts sticking out of him. Ugh. This isn't looking good. How could a child be so powerful? Uh, so, Dad 
has taken his turn. You are now stoked from his his uh, his trick, and it is now the Mage Finder's turn. So, the Mage Finder is going to cast Hold Person on you. So he says, "Hold it right there." And uh, I need you to make a wisdom saving throw, DC 11. Greg uh, got a six. All right. So uh, you are now paralyzed for a minute. Okay. Uh, at the end of each of your turns, you can still make another wisdom saving throw to try to break it. So paralyzed. As he is, uh, you freeze up as you hear the words, uh, hold it right where you are. Do I have a paralyzed? We'll just do this. Uh, so, uh, and then for his bonus action, his, uh, hat is going to attack dad. Dang, another natural one. That's three natural ones on here. That's amazing. Uh, so Dad goes, oh no, son, can you move? Why are you not moving? Uh, and uh, it is your turn, so you can go ahead and make a saving throw if you would like to break, try to break free of this. That is what he's going to do. Um, wisdom save and... Beat 11. Ooh, that's a 17. All right, so you are able to break free of your paralysis, but in doing so, you have used all of your action, and you lose your turn. It is now Dad's turn. What is Dad doing? He sees you kind of reeling over there and getting your senses back to you. Yeah, Dad is going into full-on protection mode, and he's going to get up close and personal now. All right. Um, and, and hit him with two power fists, one in the face and one in the side. Don't you ever talk to me or my son again. And uh, two power fists coming at him. First one's going to be a 21 to hit. It does five damage, which is exactly what he needed to knock him out. But he doesn't stop. He keeps punching his other power fist until this mage finder's face is nothing but a bloody pulp against the back of Cook's Curios. Oh, shit, Dad. I, sorry. Did you want me to put him back together? Uh, I don't think we can. Uh, really, really juice that guy. I did. Your friend that's all right. is missing too. I am sorry. Yeah, that, that's what I should be more concerned about. This guy is kind of a jerk. He was. Should we go after Cook? We might still be able to catch them. Yes, I think we should. Cook has been very kind to you today, so I think anyone who is kind to my son deserves saving. Before we go, let's check out this guy, see if we can find anything on him. Very good. What's left of him. Uh, so, yeah. on this guy and his robes, you see that he has a couple of parchments uh, kind of uh, folded up and tucked away. He also has this uh, cane that he was using as sort of like an arcane focus. Um, the crystal, every time it gets close to you, seems to glow a bit. So there's that, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> um, uh, also, on the, uh, the 
parchments, uh, as you look at them, you can see that they are orders to retrieve any stones and mages from Darrington. It says, uh, Bob, the deconstructor, is still at large and wanted for questioning. Looks like this guy's wanted. Hmm, yes. Was that the same person we ran into earlier? It was, yeah. He tried to confuse us, but this was him. Interesting. It seems that these crystals have many parties interested. Does seem that way. Maybe we'll have to find this guy Bob and talk to him more. He told us where he'd be. Perhaps he knows more about the crystals and what they do. I'm going to take the cane and see if it's reacting to me or why I put them closer to the crystals themselves. Uh, okay, gotcha. Uh, so yeah, like you kind of sort out uh, the distance between the crystals and, and you, and um, just like the crystals that were in your pouch, uh, anytime they are closer to you as a person, they seem to glow brighter. Oh, okay. Dad, why don't you hang on to this cane? It could come in use later, and it would add to your disguise. Ah, yes. It is a very distinguishing feature. I will add it to my disguise. For someone with a mustache is a fancy boy, and they need a cane. That's right. And you are the fanciest boy around. Not as fancy as you, my boy. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Haha, <laughs> we are good together. Uh, I'm going to take the parchment and put it in my pocket. Okay. And then we are going to take off and try and find... Oh, and I should mention that he has a uh, pouch uh, with 200 pogs. Ooh, well, Sprig is definitely taking that. I mean, that's good rat meat money. Heck yeah. And you guys... Make some rat sandwiches later, Dad. I would be delighted to make them for you. Um, so you guys gather up what this guy has left behind and uh, you leave his corpse in the alley and make your way in the direction that Cook was going or that they took Cook? Yes. Gotcha. And you head off into the darkness of the night. And that is the cliffhanger that we will leave this arc at and we'll have to pick it back up as you venture out into the larger world of Igaya. Hamilton, oh. thank you so much for playing. This was a lot of fun. Oh man, I had a blast. It was I, great. I really like Sprig. He's really fun. That's a adventurous little lad. And this yeah. fun dynamic with your father or, or your da dad, I guess, dad. My dad. Robot. The dad. The dad. It was super cool. Uh, well, do you want to join me in on our, uh, our, our sign off on this one? Sure. All right. We'll say it on the count of three. One, two, three. No time, no time for, for kissing. kissing. <laughs> yeah! And with that, another chapter has closed into this world of Igaya. Yeah, that's right. The world's called Igaya. Nobody ever asked. That's okay. I'll tell you. I'm the lore keeper. That's what I do. I keep the lore. 
Anyway, Yumi and D&D was recorded and edited by the Nobbywood. Theme music made poorly by the Nobbywood's mouth. He's poor. You stay up to date with these posers at Yumi and D&D on Instagram or thenobbywood.com.